everyone, and welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. Bread Week. Love Bread Week. You uh, love, love, love? Love, love, love. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> Why do you cherish this week so much? <laughs> I, I think, and I probably said this last year as well, bread is something I aspire to. Okay. I'm not good at... Well, I... <laughs> I was about to say I'm not good at bread, but that's that's probably uh, not 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 the right. Thing. I have not practiced enough to feel competent at right. bread. Okay. Um. You know, when I when I have a crack at making something bready, mm-hmm. it often turns out quite well. Absolutely. Um. But but yeah, I have aspirations to master the art form of bread. I just don't have the uh, perseverance to make it all the time. <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm always quite excited about the idea of Bread Week. Okay. Is there anything from this week, certainly from the watch, that you feel, oh, that's a thing I need to remember, that's a thing I've picked up, that's an interesting note? Was there an element of this that was a learning experience? Well, I think there was the soda bread. That looks easier than yeast bread. (laughs) It was definitely a... um, <laughs> light bulb moment. Light bulb moment. moment. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that probably wasn't so good to listen to as watch. Um, but yeah, exactly. So I'm very. I, that's why I was quite excited to have a go at the soda bread because mm. I'm like, oh, that looks considerably less hassle. I mean, obviously it's going to produce something very different mm. texture wise, but I'm like, oh, this could be something I could get into. Yeah. Um, Bagels. I didn't know bagels were boiled before they were no. Fr- baked. No, I had no this has idea. Been a revelation, isn't it? A- absolute revelation. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I thought okay. I thought I thought it was a good bread week. So the signature was soda bread. Yep. Uh, a range of soda breads, some yep. slightly weird flavors, some interesting flavors. Mm. Um, was this the one where someone tried a brioche? Oh no, it was the last round. Yeah, yeah that that was the showstopper. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, any thoughts on soda bread in the show? <laughs> well, so thoughts on soda bread in the show were probably um, triggered by my thoughts on soda bread as a bre- as a bake, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Okay, well, no, I mean we can, yeah, we can no, no, absolutely no. dive dive into it. So I you... think so. So I did the soda bread, yeah, but I, I, and as as I'm happy to. Um, expand upon at any point it's quite easy <laughs> nice. which made me think actually maybe this is the thing with the signature the the core thing in the signature is not necessary you know like the battenbergs mm-hmm. etc mm-hmm. the purpose of the signature is to allow the contestants to show their their sort of mastery of creating interesting flavor combinations yeah. and and basically it's just about maybe everybody else got this but this was the first week that, that this this has sort of really occurred to me but it's not about their technique and their technical skill mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. it's uh, it's providing a canvas for them to show their interesting mastery of flavors yeah it, it feels a little bit more back to basics back to the core concept of what the signature should be rather than it's one variant challenge on this week's theme Yes. And then we'll have a technical on this week's theme, and then we'll have another variant challenge on this week's theme. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is a, a, a little bit more of a canvas for the baking. Yeah. The flavours. Yeah. Whereas the last challenge, the showstopper, is more of a canvas for the style. Yes. And the artistic element of it. Yeah. yeah so, okay. so, so, and actually, it sort of made me go, oh, this is a really good concept for a show. <laughs> They should do this more often. But you know, if you think the signature is all about them showing their mastery of flavour, 
the the technical is about them off the cuff showing that they've got the the the, the skills yep. to master what's something that's thrown at them, and then the showstopper is about them bringing it all together and and showing an artistic side. Yeah, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this works. Okay, good, good, good job. We like it, really. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so you made this. So you know, this is a thing we said in the first week, but obviously you might not listen to the first week. In previous years, we've been able to bake everything from the technical challenges and then take them to people yes. and say, here, please eat this stuff so I don't have to eat it all. Um, obviously, we can't do that quite as easily, if at all, this year. So we're trying to split up a little bit more on what we make so we don't end up with 12 bagels, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for instance. Basically, we're still going to stuff ourselves on baked products. Well, clearly. We're just going to stuff ourselves on two variants of baked products absolutely. rather than multiple of the same. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Or and, and hopefully waste it less because you know if we made you know twelve with the pineapple upside down things, we probably wouldn't have got through. We would have thrown away the last few and gone. Oh, yes, I'm fed up with pineapple upside down. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, right, absolutely. talk to me about soda bread. Okay, so I, I, so I, okay, so I made the chocolate and stout soda bread, Mark's mm-hmm. chocolate and Mark's, stout yep, nice. soda bread, um, because the two the the recipes on the website that were available, one was the chocolate and stout one, and one was the smoked salmon and cheese one, salmon and chive and, soda and, bread, and and as much as they said on the show, what an amazing taste sensation it was, mm. I mm. decided the chocolate was the way to go because. <laughs> so. Salmon and soft cheese on bagel is a thing. Yes. And is a but, nice thing. But, but smoked but salmon baked and cheddar into it cheese. doesn't... Mm. I'd be willing to eat it. I'm just not willing to make a whole loaf of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's probably where okay. I'm at. But okay. yeah, so I went for the chocolate and the stout. And so basically, what I did was I, I melted butter, honey and sugar together in a pan. Okay. I poured in some stout, set it to the side. I put the flour and the baking soda, um, the salt in in the bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I put some buttermilk into that bowl. I then put the stouty, sugary mixture into that bowl. Okay. I mixed it all together, mm-hmm. made a dough, put that dough on a board, made it vaguely round and put a cross on the top and stuck it in the oven. <laughs> nice. Boom, done. And I was like, is that really it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> literally, because it says in the recipe... Mm-hmm. Shape it into a ball. Mm-hmm. Don't overwork it. Right. So I, I, did, I sort of did a little, little gentle knead, shaped mm-hmm. it into a ball. And I'm like, well, they've been so very specific on not yeah, overworking yeah, it. And indeed, they said on the um, mm-hmm. show, you know, you want to get it all mixed together and then get it in the oven as quickly as possible yeah. uh, to, so that the bicarb can work. Uh, absolutely. So this is the thing that I have when I make muffins because it's buttermilk and... Um, uh, bicarb and, uh, and other ingredients like that because the reaction starts as soon as the dry and the wet ingredients mix you want to really get it in the oven really quickly and and the thing with muffins is exactly the same fold it in but only so it's just mixed like don't yeah. don't make sure you know you don't have to worry if you've got a bit of dry ingredients showing this kind of thing mm. um, because we are absolutely using a chemical method yeah. for that air and that growth yeah mm, so interesting so yeah, so I was like, oh, is that it? So so what shape was it? What size was it compared to how it came out in the end? So I reckon it expanded by about 50, but maybe it doubled in size. Okay. It did. I mean, it was a fairly quite a large... Lot, then. It, yeah, I mean, hmm. oh, it's so hard. I should have measured it, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, it definitely was bigger. Right. 
maybe not quite doubled in size, but it, okay. it did grow. Mm. Definitely grew. Right. Definitely grew. In the baking in, process. In the baking process. Interesting. It interesting. Definitely grew. Not not huge, huge, huge. Okay. But, but it definitely but, but grew. Enough. I don't think I baked it quite enough. Okay. Right. So. How long was the bake? So the instructions were thirty to forty minutes. Okay. I baked it for forty minutes. Um, I got it out, and I was like. Because uh, you stick a skewer in, and if the skewer comes out clean, it's supposed to be fine. But, yep. but of course, there's great big lumps of melted chocolate in this. So the first few times, I kept hitting chocolate gold. I'm like, well, that's yeah. never coming out of clean. But the, the stuff that would come out if it wasn't chocolate would exactly. be... Yeah, yeah, different. And so that was coming out clean, but the bottom wasn't as hollow sounding as it might be. Okay. But... I wanted to eat it, so I just got it <laughs> With hindsight, I'm like, is the middle a little bit doughy? It possibly could have benefited from another five minutes in there. Okay. Um, but I still thought it was very tasty. Mm. I mean, basically, it is just uh, intense chocolate flavour. It is. Uh, you can taste that there is stout to it. So, so that's, you know, stout is a strong flavour, but it's not as strong as chocolate. Yes. So you can taste it's there, but it is, it is like drinking a... Like when you drink a chocolate beer, yes. which I have done, sadly, over the years. I've drunk strawberry beer and all sorts. And yeah. well, I like li- a good cherry beer. Live to regret it. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's definitely got that flavour to it. You can yes. you can tell that there was a thing mm. in there. So. Yes. I, I liked it. Mm. Um, would I make exactly this one again? I wouldn't say no. Okay. But actually, I'm quite inspired to try different soda breads out. Right. Because it was so easy. Have you had soda bread before? Probably, but could I remember where and when? No. Because right. I'm not sure I have. So, as we're about to come to, <laughs> for the first time ever, a cat is attacking your toe. How very bizarre. Is it confused by your Birkenstocks, your painted nails, or just the fact we're sitting on opposite sides of the room? <laughs> no. <Whoa. laughs> as, a, as a little bit, let's pull back the curtain. We've swapped sides because we've moved our study around, and this is weird. I'm, I'm, I, you know, as a quick aside, I hope people can tell the difference. I hope people go in and say, "Yeah, it's really strange." Matthew's normally echoey and isn't, and now Catherine's all echoey. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know that I have a frame of reference to compare it. So, so when we talk about flavour and, yeah. and texture, you're going to make a comment along the lines of it's quite cakey, and I'm probably going to agree with you. And I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. If it's like a rye that's a little bit mm. sweeter or something. Yeah. Don't know, but it's very pleasant. I'm looking forward to having some more. Absolutely. I'm I'm quite interested having tapped it a little after you cut it. Yes. That it has a definite bread crust to it. For something that, yes, is fairly cakey. And I think the chocolate and the chocolate button drop sort of help that. Yes. You know, that, that vibe of it being a bit muffiny, a bit cakey. Yeah. But the outside of it is definitely bread-like. It's got a definite crust, hasn't rather it? Rather than cake that's Agree. been baked a long time. Agree. Agree. So, yeah, I find that quite interesting. Even, mm. even compared to like a fruitcake, which goes a little bit like that, but still has, yeah. has, has a gradient to the edge. Whereas this has a crust. It's a crust. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no egg in it. Okay. That you know, so I'm just trying to think what, what, what makes it different from a chocolate cake. When there's no egg in it, I think there's probably less butter. That a mm-hmm. cake would have, mm-hmm. um, and there's lots of whole whole meal flour. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's part of the thing with a bread. If you leave it, and certainly when you're leaving it to prove, if you leave it exposed to the air, it does form a slightly harder crust anyway. Yeah. So I think it's something about the ratio of dry to wet. Maybe yeah. also stops it. You know, starts it forming that crust more. 
But yeah, it's mm. su- super easy. Okay. Super satisfying. Mm. And I mean, like we were, I, I was start to finish. I reckon it's like an hour and 40 minutes max. Well, not even that. Nice. I mean, I probably wasn't really going until half four and it was out of the oven and sliced at five past six. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I like it. It's it's definitely the sort of bread you'd have with tea. Yes. In the afternoon, I, I don't think it's a breakfast bread because it's got that chocolate. No, it's far too um, punch of chocolate. It, absolutely, yeah. But I, I I can see us going. Oh yeah, we need something just to keep us going. In the same way, we might have crumpets in the afternoon yeah. or something. You'd have some of the, the nice chocolate stout stove yeah. instead of it. I like it. Yes, yes. Yes. Any other comments on the signature? Um, I thought there were some very interesting flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wish they had more of the recipes up on the website. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll have a go at the smoked salmon and cheese. I think I'm more likely to go and investigate other soda breads. That's that's what I'm expecting yeah. to, to happen next. If you'd look at them and go, is this something worth pursuing or is it back onto actual normal breads? Yeah. Hmm. I don't think anyone had a total disaster, did they? No, the, some flavours came off, some you know worked better than others, but... yeah. But yeah. It was okay. Hmm. Yeah. Right. So the technical. Rainbow bagels. Technical or technical? Absolutely. <laughs> this is a good technical, I think. Mm. I think the making of bagels is clearly a skill to do the thing. And I think incorporating the element of adding colour to it, doing basically five different bits of the dough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you because... Know, you could have bagels as your technical, and you could probably have, you know, raisin and seed bagels, something yeah. like that, and, and you have to knead it, and then you have to prove it, and then you have to knead it and cut it and everything again, and then prove it again, and then bake it, so you have things like they did with making some butter with it and so on. Yeah. But I think the aspect of, and now slice it into five, and now prove, well, get colour, and then prove five different things... And then roll them out, and then slice them and turn them into a bagel that's twisted. Quite a nice variant on the on mm. technical. I, I like that there are a number of skills here that aren't just make a dough. Yeah. Mm. I think this is actually a thing in the States. My friend Nina, mm-hmm. um, who... Hello, Nina. This is <laughs> Shout uh, out! <laughs> <laughs> she, she was saying that this, this is a thing over there. Rainbow bagels, or rainbow, ba- bagel. okay. rainbow bagels, rainbow mm. bagels. So this this is not something that was unheard of to her. Okay, so that might explain a headline that cropped up on Google in the week of people slate Paul Hollywood for saying rainbow stand for the NHS, which in and of itself is not true. Yes, the rainbow thing is separate from the NHS thing. It was just they came about at the same time we were yeah. talking about. Let's be actually thankful for the NHS. Yeah. Um, but that would then make sense if there's even more of like, no, no, rainbow bagels are things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I did these. Yes, you did. Yes. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> I did not want that food colouring on my hands. Okay, is, is that why you didn't want to do this particularly? Yeah. Okay. And yes, it did get all over. I had to wash between every single colouring. And the colouring was difficult. Right. The, the, the making the dough was, was really quite, quite easy. Um... Because I think it's a fairly basic bread dough. Okay. It's just... Some flour, some yeast, some sugar, some salt, and then chuck water in and bind it. Right. You know, and then and then knead it for five ten minutes until it's very smooth. So that the, the making of the actual dough was fine, and and it makes me feel like making bagels might not be so difficult in general. Normal plain bagels, 
fine, could be done. Although the fact that there's then that step of rolling them and sealing them and boiling them puts them into the... But they're only like a pound for a couple of bagels. Yeah, they're not... Yeah, but your bagels tasted so much better than supermarket bagels. Well, we'll come to that in a bit because okay. I'm, I'm interested about that side of it. So, um, slice it into five, try to get the colour into each of them. It ended up a little bit more marble than I would have liked it. Areas of strong and light... Light and okay. dark on on the colours, so not as consistent as I would have wanted it. But I'm not used to kneading, and my hands were really cramping up halfway through kneading five different things. <laughs> oh. um, prove them, then roll them out, put them in a stack, slice them into in, into five strips, roll them into six strips, sorry, and then roll them and pinch them, and then prove them again, and then and then boil them. So this was the bit we didn't know about. Boil them in war, in obviously boiling water, with some bicarbonate, and it's oh, the bicarb right. that helps give it the sort of shiny crust, okay. the crust to it. And I wonder if some people didn't put bicarbonate. Oh, possibly. I wonder if that might have made a difference. Right. So, okay. Um, and then bake them, and then take them out of the oven and eat them. And they they were really good. Really tasty. Less dense than a normal bagel. Yeah. So I feel like that might be down to my making of them. The fact okay. that I, I, you know, like you in a little, little way, I want to be able to do bread well, but I've not spent much time on bread. I've done the yeah. other things a lot. Mm. And, and I felt it on a couple of times this where I'm having to make decisions or do something about rolling them out and sacking them. And I'm like, if I'd done more with bread, I would be more comfortable with this bit of the process. Yeah, and yeah, I, w- yeah. I would know that actually I need to shape it in this way. And stack it in this way and roll it in this way because I'm just, you know, you learn through the familiarity of doing the thing. It's that whole thing of I, I'm at I'm at conscious incompetence. Yes. But I aspire to be at unconscious competence. Absolutely. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. Do we have the name that that comes from? I don't know. I can't remember. No, no, but that's exactly what it is. Yes. yes I'm, I'm having to think about each step and I know that at some point I'll go... Ah, yes, that's what it looks like when it comes out. Yes. Good, yes. Yes. <laughs> Instead of putting it in the oven going, please, please work. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the boiling, I, I hadn't pinched a couple of them as well as I might have done. Mm-hmm. So they came apart a bit from, from where they'd been sealed. So that's, uh, you know, again, the sort of thing with a bit of experience, you go, ah, oh, you need to properly pinch it together to make it seal. Yeah. Um, and some of that might just be in the way I greased the tins or did something. Who knows? Mm. And then they came out, we cut them open, we ate them. And they are so rainbow inside. They are. Because the outside is obviously baked, so it's gone a a fair amount darker and browner. The the red in particular, I think, picked up the the darker from from the baking. Absolutely. But when you cut it open inside, and and, you know, it's worth us commenting, I don't think we, we say this enough. On Instagram, follow us at Eloquent Gushing. We post up lots of pictures, and you post up pictures on your account that I I tried to share on the Eloquent Gushing story. So oh, you, lovely. So you're on Instagram as? KendoCat. K-E-N-D-O-K-A-T. So give us a follow because we do post about the bakes as we do them. Um, and if you do the bakes, make sure you tag us. Make sure you either tag Eloquent and Gushing, use the hashtag worth the calories um, so we can keep an eye out for them and try and yeah, share absolutely. them on the story. I'd love mm. to see it. Mm. Yeah, really bright inside, less dense than a normal bagel, I think. I think that's mm. the big difference. Which might be why we like them so much, because bagels can be a little bit dense sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I like. I don't. I, don't get me wrong. I do like bagels. Mm. I I just would be happy to. I think actually, I think supermarket bagels mm-hmm. versus freshly baked bagels 
is a difference. Right. Supermarket bagels, but they're fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know I've, that I've had freshly baked. It's not something I go to. Yeah. So. But I went to um, I went to the Cat Cafe in East London oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. few years ago. Yeah. And the food that they were serving there at the time, their, their lunch that they were serving mm. was um, a selection of bagels from a very highly... I can't remember the name of the place, right, but right. a very um, highly reputed bagel bakery ah. that was just around the corner from the cat cafe. Nice. So, and and I was like, oh, this is great. And also, <laughs> when I went went on a work conference to New Jersey, one of my colleagues brought brought in some fresh bagels mm. for breakfast, and they were really good, really good. Yes, I think the time so, that we go for a trip to New York. You know, a proper fresh New York bagel. Yes, that's a thing. So, but... so I, I think me thinking, oh, bagel's a bit heavy. It's probably me comparing a slightly yeah. um, British supermarket bagel. With all the additives to keep exactly. it fresh. Yeah, absolutely. But, but I mean, these th- these were delicious. I, I love that the crust was nice and crunchy. Mm. It was really fresh and light in the middle. I am looking forward to having a rainbow bagel for my breakfast tomorrow. Nice. What are you going to have on your rainbow bagel? Maybe just just a bit of flora. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot of cheese in there. There is a lot the of fridge, cheese in there. So. Well, there might not be after <laughs> well, we have our dinner might, tonight. The time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I might scramble myself an egg to have with my rainbow oh, nice, bagel. Nice, nice, you nice. never know. Okay. You never know. Great. Yeah. I, I, I think the real trouble they came up in was that boiling stage. Yeah. Because very clearly they were not told how long to do it. Yeah. The instructions I had were half an hour on each side and then take them out. 30 seconds, not half an hour. Oh, not half an hour. <laughs> mm, boiled bread. <laughs> I'm just thinking how awful that would be. I was also thinking half an hour standing over a boiling bagel would just be horrid. <laughs> so, yeah, half a minute on each side and then take them out. Whereas I think some of them were like, oh, maybe it should be longer. This yeah. doesn't feel like long enough and so on. It seems that it's very much basically you're setting the outside. Yeah. So that they maintain their shape and consistency once you actually bake them. So. You know, I, I think you'd have been a contender in the technical. Well, I did have a much better recipe than they had, so and I didn't then have to worry about the next steps, and I wasn't up against it on time. So let's still, <laughs> yes. still, they were good. But there, there was a, a real mix of how they came out. Some of which was just in in doing bread. I think some of them weren't so confident with bread. Yeah. And and then the instructions make it a bit harder for them. Yeah. I mean, the things you don't go on Bake Off because you're a really good bread person. No. Because you'd just be rubbish at the rest of the rounds. Absolutely. So yeah, and yeah. and I think we've had people who are good at bread, but they've obviously been able to do the other stuff as well. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, fine. Showstopper was, I'm I'm going to say it wrong, it, but it's basically kind of make a shield that has something that represents something you are thankful for that means a lot to you. <sighs> Is it me? Or are we starting to um, it, so so? What's that? What's that comedy? Pro- Community we, we were watching, mm-hmm. and they constantly talk about making dioramas. Yeah, I'm just like the showstoppers are basically dioramas. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm like in primary school. <laughs> you know, it's like I wish did I wish to just tell them to do something and stop making it be about like yeah. tell me about your family in bread form. Oh. It's just and. It might be because when we're thinking back on the best of previous seasons, where they do things of make a four-tier cake that does things. Exactly. Make, make Make three loaves that can be served in this sort of way, but one of them has to be a gluten-free or a sweet loaf. Or... What, why does it have to tell us a story yeah. about a special time? It's all a bit much, isn't like, it? Yeah, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. 
that's all we have to say and, about that. <laughs> and and the so the recipes that went up, it's it's quite interesting because I, I did get a bit confused where there were some interesting recipes that went up that didn't look like anything we saw because of course what some of them were doing were they were they were making you know an outside that was this loaf an inside that, that was this loaf and a topping that was this loaf they were all making multiple types of bread. Yep. So the recipes that went up were this person's this loaf. Yeah. So so it's really hard to sort of put it against it and say, oh yes, they use that in that bit. Yeah. Because it was so detailed. Mm. But but again, there were some nice flavors, nice things going in there. But at the same time, it's bread. <laughs> it's hard to get quite as excited over it as cakes and some of the other things. It's true. I do like bread though. Oh no, bread, bread's great. Yeah. Bread is wonderful, but it's still bread. <laughs> it, it it's like if it was vanilla sponge week. Yes. Uh, as opposed to the range and gamut of cakes and desserts and things that they do on other weeks. So. As opposed to cherry chocolate cake. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I might have a go at the two uh, recipes that they've put up there, just mm. maybe after we've finished, after the season's over, because you know there's only. There's only so many hours in the weekend. Yeah, to to do lots of the baking that we have to do. Uh, for the, to to for be this honest, thing. it's it's less about the hours in the weekend and more about our ability to consume the end result. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the bakers. Yep. Because Rowan left this week. I, I'm not upset. No. I, I, what I'm upset about is imagine if it had been Mac who was still in this week. Yeah. Because I, I was really annoyed last week because I thought Rowan should have left. Because they'd already given him another chance. Mm. They gave him another chance and then he left anyway. And it's just, Max seemed like he was going to have a bit of a go at things. The, the fact that one of the bakers was using his honey because he never got to use it. So yeah. he clearly left it for someone to use. And and it's just, oh, this is such a shame because they had someone who was going to do something interesting. They kept the wrong person who went out the next week anyway. This is exactly what we said last week. Like, it will tell. If Rowan went on very far, then fine. It's the right choice. But... I- I guess they've just got to make a choice based on the information they've got at the time. And the thing is... Well, you're we... very fair. Well... Get rolled up with me. <laughs> but I think the difficulty is we've got a set of edited information. Mm-hmm. What we haven't got is ev- all the input that they have on the day. That's true. Um, but, but I, I mean, I do agree. I'd, I'd, have, I'd have been keen to see Mac have a go at bread. Yeah. But... So, fine. Meh. Um, but a couple of bakers who had trouble, uh, the young lad... Peter. Peter, I think, was one of the ones in trouble. And that surprised me. I thought he was going to be fairly steady. Yeah, same. So. Same. I wonder if... Because he's stuck to his gluten-free principles, doesn't he? Yes. And I wonder if bread yeah. is much harder to do gluten-free than cake. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so you know, so there's a, there's the edit, added risk factor if you're if you're issuing the gluten. Yeah, he absolutely had to uh, to compensate for it. And that is a hard thing to do. Because yeah. at least in cake, you can, you can add stuff. To cake yeah. to, to help it stabilise and so on. Yeah. But I, I, mean, I don't know if you can do the same with bread. No. Hmm. I mean, I, I thought they were a bit harsh in his Edinburgh cityscape. <laughs> I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. I thought he'd done the colours the wrong way round, where the yeah. dark bit was the city. It, it felt a little formless, whereas if mm. the dark bit had been the sky outlining the city, I feel like it would have worked better. But, yeah. you know... You can't tell. It could have been just as difficult to tell what, what the thing was yeah, anyway. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, interesting challenges this week. Mm. I think I think bread is It's always interesting. It's always interesting, but it's you can't do much with it. It is gonna be baker type of bread, baker type of bread, baker type of bread and something artistic. Yep. <laughs> 
Basically, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I had fun making it. Same, same. Uh, I got colour all over my hands. I still have bits of green on some of my nails. <laughs> yeah, I've just do. not been able to scrub off. <laughs> so, I want to talk about something that we started talking about last week. Okay. Which is leftover ingredients. Okay. Now, this week, I don't think we had too much leftover that was unusable. No, we got flowers and cocoa and things like that. And yet more bicarbonate soda. <laughs> more bicarbonate soda. Maybe, <laughs> but, but, maybe some buttermilk. But yeah, but that's all sort of core stuff. Stuff I can do other things with, yes. So, I spent a bit of time looking at left what I could do with leftovers from last week. Okay. And actually, um, our friend Debbie helped as well mm. so she she pinged me shout out to debbie <laughs> <laughs> so debbie pinged me after she listened to last week so she was like oh, i've got a really good recipe for leftover desiccated coconut oh interesting so she sent shared with me um, a really nice sort of vegetarian cabbage um, and coconut stir fry okay mm. so um, i'm not sure if we actually had any desiccated coconut left no, but, we did. well there we go yeah, so, we, so a... we, we might have a nice spicy um uh, coconut and and cabbage stir fry this week. Oh, nice! That'd be good. So, 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 so that's that's for our desiccated okay. coconut and the rice flour. Mm. Um, I found a recipe for blueberry uh, muffins. Okay. Using rice flour. So it seems that there's a whole set of recipes using rice flour as an alternative flour for people that can't have gluten. Okay, so it's an instead of, it's not just supplementing. Exactly. Okay. So, Because, so, I mean, the other thing that seems to be good to do with <laughs> rice flour is it seems to help make a really crispy coating if you're deep frying things like squid and stuff like that. But as we've spoken before, I, I really don't do I deep don't fry. fry it, no, I, yeah. I, I, I just I'm so clumsy. The idea of a pan of hot oil near me is <laughs> right. just a really bad idea. Same, yeah. So, but but and apparently though, it's really good if you mix it in with a bit of uh, Japanese panko breadcrumbs. Crumbs. Mm. It makes for a properly good crunchy coating. Oh, interesting. If you're doing um, like a tempura type. Yeah, ex- exactly. Okay. But but yeah, hot oil and me. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, and the other thing that we could do with it is there's lots of sort of like there's like. Um, there's that South Indian breads and things like that okay. that, that go with it, but right. but I think ours are going to be blueberry. Ours is going to be blueberry muffins. Share that recipe. We can try and, try and do that. I'm wondering if there are other muffin recipes then. Yeah. That it works with. Yeah. Um, and let's see if we can use it up. We and the good thing is we're using an app that allows you to adapt mm. quantities so that if we don't have enough rice flour, we can adapt the other quantities. Yeah. And see if we can get it used up. Yeah. Very good. Very see, good. Did share, my share that with me. Did my homework. Um, is it online, this recipe? It is. Let's put it in the show notes. Certainly. So that if other people have tried this, have yep. got some leftover rice flour. Yep. Super. Great. I'm very I'm very excited by that. Excellent. Well, very good research. Thank you very much, Debbie. Check Pelper. out my halo. You have the best halo. It's the world's greatest halo. <laughs> I can't remember what next week was. Pastry? Do you know, I Puddings? can't remember what it is either. My, my my short-term recollection. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm pretty sure we've already seen the sort of highlights of people dropping things or swearing or making yeah, some Yeah, so, so we really ought to, be, ought to know what it is. <laughs> well, it is a surprise. It will be an exciting surprise, <laughs> an exciting on, surprise Tuesday evening. on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to follow us. Please do. Please do. As I say, we post our pictures on Instagram, so it's at Gushing and at KendoCat. Yeah. Uh, you can find us all on, on all sorts of social media sites. You can obviously subscribe to the podcast if this is your first time listening and get all the other all, all the other episodes as they become available and our previous episodes. Bake the cake. 
Okay. If you really like what you hear, then you can support us. We have a Patreon for uh, people to help support the show, help us be able to afford to buy and make cakes, and then put out a podcast and have the equipment that records and gets it into your ears so you can do this exciting thing whilst you are... What are people probably doing at the moment? Washing up? And maybe they're baking and listening to us. Maybe running. Maybe running. Or or maybe cleaning the bathroom. Ellie, you know who you are. Um... <laughs> shout out to Ellie. <laughs> Anyone else you want to give a shout out to? <laughs> and, no, and we have had a number of people who have uh, sent us comments and said it's really good to, to have us back commenting on the show and who have found us this season. So wonderful to have uh, everyone listening and joining in so do let us know your comments look us up on social media send us a message there's all sorts of ways and emails that you can find us uh, make sure you hit us up Super. see you next week see you next week <laughs>